Your favorite podcasters, <laughs> favorite podcast. Right. <laughs> As always, you're joined by your friends, David and Kane. Yep. Kane, explain to me what is happening. What is happening? I am very scared and afraid. Woj bombs are just dropping left, right, and center. Uh, Woj is killing it. Woj, Woj is killing. We love Woj. This is Woj's time to shine. I know. Seriously. Unlike the NFL, I mean, I don't know if NBA did this strategically, right? But do they choose the trade deadline, like eminence of the trade deadline week? Same time as the Super Bowl week. I'm not sure. Because like of all these like all these happenings that are happening in the NBA, it's taking a lot of shine out from Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl is the biggest. It's the biggest sports event. single sports event. And I don't know if it's because this year we have a podcast that we're more in tune to the NBA. Mm. But I feel like it's almost like I, I didn't even realize the Super Bowl was 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 this week. It is po- it's possible that's the case. Yeah, um, I'm usually more in tune to the Super Bowl. Because I, you know, follow NFL. But I look a at lot. ESPN.com, yeah. like the US ESPN, mm. and on the front page is like all this by like, basketball, it's basketball news and stuff, right? Mm, There's okay. no like custom homepage about Super uh, Super Bowl week. Because I guess the Super Bowl is pretty dry. It's like not new news. Like we know we knew the outcome, and we knew the the two people, the two teams that were going to be versing each other in Super Bowl for two yeah. weeks now. Yeah. So there's not much new. Like they're trying to drum up some kind of you know news or some kind of thing right. about the Super Bowl, like how the teams don't like each other or how the teams love each other, whatever the case yeah. may be. But they're trying to drum up news. It's it's and fabricate it to some exaggerate it to some extent. But the NBA literally it's just every new bombs. day there's new things like obviously the All Star roster which we'll get into came was released. Um, we had the stars released a couple weeks ago. Um, all the trades that are happening that we'll get into in a second. I think it might be useful because there's going to be a lot of initials come um, being thrown around today. Okay. Maybe we'll we start. Just... Up, we'll say first, and then we'll we'll abbreviate. Yeah. And we'll let you know. For our more casual listeners, what is AD? Anthony Davis, star player, uh, currently employed by the Pelicans. KD. KD refers to Kevin Durant from the Golden State Warriors. KP. KP stands for Kristaps Porzingis, former Knicks player, and now um, joining the Mavs, which we'll get into in a second. Little Mountain. <laughs> Little Mountain. <laughs> This is David's uh, personal <laughs> condescending nickname. <laughs> 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 
referring Where, to. Where's my ego sound effect? To Ky- Kyrie Irving. Where's the ego sound effect? Uh, super superstar franchise cornerstone. No disrespect for the Sioux people, but I like to modify to Little Mountain Junior. <laughs> We're in a safe bunker right now, okay. away from the Woj bomb for the <laughs> next couple of hours. Okay, hopefully, hopefully. Okay, this is the lead story. Okay. AD informs the Pelican that he wished to be traded. Quite obvious that that was going to be the case that Anthony Davis was going to let it be known that he wants to be traded. Like, it was, it seemed obvious that that was the way that was going to go. He said in an interview that he prefers legacy over money. Yeah. So obviously, signing the Supermax isn't top of his um, agenda. Yeah. He wants to go to a team that can win. If that was in New Orleans, I think he's happy in New Orleans. He would love that, but... It didn't seem that New Orleans was capable of making the type of moves right, that would right. build a championship, right. you know, team. I thought I had. I guess I heard enough things from AD and just people around um, that organization, city. That AD truly loves the organization. He loves um, the late owner Tom 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 Benson. You know, the the wife. Uh, I forgot, I forgot of her Gail name. Benson. Yeah, who's yeah. running the organization he was running, now. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, he loves the town, he loves being there, he loves playing for the team, he loves his teammates, obviously, I don't think that can be uh, argued. Um, but he wants to go contender, and I didn't think it was surprising. It was more the the, the timing of, of the announcement that is really surprising, because the team that would give you the best chance to win now, in terms of, like, ready-made talent, is the Celtics, I think. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics also, you know... Um, Beneficially, can help the Pelicans because they can they can give you a lot of assets back. Mm-hmm. I mean, a team with Hayward, Irving, and Anthony Davis is a really, really, really good team. I think. But the fact that he asked to be traded now means to me that he doesn't want to be traded to the Celtics um, because the Celtics cannot trade for him this season. Because it, while they have Kyrie Irving, this rule that was made in the CBA means you can't have two players. Like under the same designate designation, mm. I, I I mean I don't quite get it, but basically because they're very trade of a Kyrie Irving, who's a I'm I'm just gonna say superstar player, they also can't trade for another superstar player. I don't know the exact terms, mm. but basically that's how it is. They have to, you know how we were texting earlier, and I was saying like, could you trade Kyrie for um for Anthony Davis? Yeah. Yes. You can. It's not a quota. It's more of a right. designation. They can only have one player under that designated rule. Okay. At one time. So they can't have two under the right. rule. They can only have one at a time. So they can technically trade for trade. Trade Kyrie. But right. obviously the Pelicans wouldn't do that because Kyrie does not want to play in New Orleans. He's a one-year no. rental. No, exactly. And We don't know where Kyrie wants to play, first of all. Yeah, we, yeah, we're definitely. not sure if he wants to play in Boston for all. We well, yeah, he's, he's already gone back on his words like early in the season. He's like, yeah. I'll, come, I'll, re- I'll re-sign here if you guys would like, yeah. love me, like, want me to come back here. Yeah. So he seemed like really affirmative that he would love to re-sign. He did a commercial where he talked about he wants his jersey to be retired in Boston. <laughs> okay, Little Mountain Junior, it's, he's, he's a little confused, okay? He's often very little But little now, confused. I think in a recent interview, he's like, ask me in, ask me in <laughs> July, July first. That's literally like a couple of hours ago yeah. that you got interviewed. Has your mindset shifted, though, in regards to re-signing uh, with Boston, like the announcement? Ask me July 1st. So I spent the last eight years trying to do what everybody else wanted me to do um, in terms of making my decisions and trying to validate through the media through other personnel, managers, anybody in this business, and I don't owe anybody so. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. History is history, and it's happened long before us, and it's going to happen after us. It spent the world into a frenzy, and it proved exactly 
what I thought it would do in terms of how all this works. And it created a division or literally like stand up there and let all these people throw tomatoes at me or to like have somebody think that I'm somehow this different intellectual person because I think that or because I believe that the world is flat and you think the world is round. They created exactly that. It did exactly that to where it became like because I think different does that ever knock my intellectual capacity or the fact that I can think different things than you can. So anyway, I think the timing of the announcement is is uh, really uh, uh, telling, I guess, because it, it it tells me that there's only really one team, unless there's a few surprise teams out there that can really put out enough assets to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. And even then, it's not a fair trade. But obviously, that team's the Lakers. The Lakers have two former second overall picks. They got Kyle Kuzma, who's a budding star in the league. They got first round picks. They got Josh Hart, if they want to chuck him in there, who's a, who's a, who's a good shooter. Um, you can package all those all those guys. It doesn't matter. They're not LeBron's not winning with those guys. He can win with Anthony Davis and another star. He's, is he going to get traded? Before it's apparently deadline? apparently also like Woj and those other um, have said have reported according to sources close to AD and um, the, his agent have said that they will make it known soon enough that his the Lakers are his preferred um, preferred oh. uh, team. And As that, in, like, a couple of days from now, or, like, literally... It hasn't been announced officially, right. but it is known, like, um, through sources close to those guys that right. they will make it known that his preferred uh, preferred team would be to get traded or just he will go to he the He needs Lakers. to just come and out even and if say, he does get traded, apparently it's kind of known now around the league that he's a one-year rental to every team except the Lakers. He should just come out and say this. He should just come out. Wait, he can't I think say this. He, he can't say I that. I don't think he can say that, and ne- neither can any teams, but the agent can. The agent needs to present on their iPad a Snapchat His. of Anthony Davis saying that he will not sign with any other team. It needs to be like a candid like video. Like he's talking to, he's like not looking at the camera. Yeah. He's like talking to friends or something like that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, exactly. Yeah, the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he shows people his like speed dialed. Uh, on, where his, he's wearing like, like a phone Lakers call record. Yeah. <laughs> call record. It's all yeah. LeBron. <laughs> it's like six pages of LeBron. Yeah. We, we now we know why LeBron hasn't all, been on the court for the last out, couple of weeks. All outgoing. LeBron, keep busy working those phones. Love it. I am ninety percent sure he's going to join LeBron in before the trade deadline. Oh oh oh. Um, the, I don't know about that. I think. He, because apparently um, the GM Del Demps is it? Yeah, Del Demps. He. Oh, we heard his calls earlier. There's and, some. Um... <laughs> There's some history behind it because yeah. he was the, he was anointed GM originally yeah. when the whole Chris Paul saga was going down. Yeah. And um, he learned from that apparently, saying that he doesn't want to be too hasty yeah. with um, moving the star player. So he's had experience dealing with like he's gonna be out of a job eggs. if he's not hasty. Are you reckon? <laughs> it's a tough job. No one wants to play. In, the thing is, New Orleans is a football town. I can tell you from firsthand. You were there. Source. It's a shitty basketball town. Like it's literally you went sh- to the game, right? It's literally in the shadow of the Superdome. The yeah. Superdome is this magnificent, like grand of you know, architecture yeah. of a building yeah. with Mercedes as a sponsor. Yeah. The Smoothie King literally looks like a circus tent. 
with right. uh, this smoothie it. king on it, and like right. all the insides are like smoothie related, like a straw pointing down to like it's it's very kitschy. What do you think about the leaked uh, phone call of Dell Dems <laughs> saying that they'll rename the team arena to yeah, Anthony Davis' personal arena? I think it's too. I think it's uh, too late now. It's too late to now to do that. They should have done that this off season. And you mentioned when you were so you were there over uh, the Christmas break in yeah. New Orleans watching yeah. a game, and they had a pretty good. Well, obviously they had a good team. Um, was Anthony Davis playing? Yeah. And you said the arena was like was not full, right? No, it's not full at all. It was like a lot of it was empty. Yeah, I would say less than fifty percent. I mean, if you're Anthony Davis, can you blame the guy? Yeah, I. That's how I feel. Yeah, any team, any player who's is, you know supposed and Anthony Davis is a star player. He doesn't want to go to. He doesn't want to play in front of half. You know, he has to play forty-one games in a half-empty stadium. Like, how would you feel being? You know, like imagine if, like I know LeBron's LeBron. He played in Cleveland. He transformed the city. He's he packs. He sells out games in Cleveland. Hmm. That's how good LeBron is. But also, that's just the way it is. Like, there's I have no, no point, sympathy for there's the, no for point. This, yeah, like, I know you don't. Like Kane is such a nice person. Okay, last in previous shows, you're like. Uh, give the Suns like the number one pick. They should. They deserve the number one pick. You think it's fair that we waste seven years of a generational talent like Anthony Davis so they can play in front of like half-packed stadiums? Which case I say, look, if you're in a small market and your your management is not up to scruff, then you don't deserve a team. Because we don't want we don't want to waste talent. Why should we award you with great the best talents? So they can go there and rot for the first like four years of their lives, mm. right? Mm. And the other thing is, and the NBA has all these sort of weird rules where they try to um, even out the competition. Where you know, and as a player, Anthony Davis can't come out and say, "I want to play for this other team or name another team." What what kind of job market is this? He's free to go wherever he wants. Why can't he say, "I want to play in LA"? What's wrong with that? The problem with that sort of analogy is that. It's like it's 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 such a unique like situation. Like yeah, it's it's such a privilege to play a, like a sport as your profession. Like you're basically playing a game, right? Mm-hmm. That millions of people play, but they're just gifted and talented and uh, lucky enough to be able to do it professionally. Mm. I think different rules are fine in this in this instance. This is a very unique instance where you need to. Build parity around uh, the league, and I think that's an American thing. Like, obviously, it's not the same case in Europe and stuff. But parity is 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 key to making a competitive and interesting sports league. Because if it's too top heavy, then you probably wouldn't have the same. Uh, I'm not saying international appeal, but probably like in terms of sustainability of the sport, it'll be a, a bit stale after a while. Like even now, Golden State Warriors. Like people are sick of the Golden State Warriors. It's a thing. Like par- people like parody. I don't like the rules where they say the players can't express themselves in certain ways about their preferences. Okay. It's almost saying like you know the the players can't talk about I don't know, is, what what they like to eat because it's not sponsored yeah, by the NBA. But like I couldn't say that publicly here. Like if my boss was around, like I wouldn't say that. And to me, how I see it is that they're like they're. Their words are in the public domain. Like everything they do is in the eyes of, you know, the fans and not just your boss. Because you know, everyone can, everyone will know what you're doing, right? <laughs> if you, if I say like, hey, I don't want to work here. I want to work for. Do, do you yell out you want to work for Fairfax every day? Yeah, exactly. So if it, so that exactly. So that's pretty taboo, yeah. right? When I was working, yeah, I found it really strange that you did that. 
I'll yeah, turn when I was I here. Do, yeah. There you. But Fairfax, like, send me to Fairfax. Yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't want to go back there. <laughs> um, anyway, so we we're talking about bad organizations, yeah, right? Yeah. And obviously, one of the most classic uh, trash organizations, if you will, um, <gasps> recently dealt one of the style players in a kind of perplexing oh. move, if you will. This is absolutely. What is the New York uh, radio people talking? Okay, well, like, first of all, this is a disaster. This okay, is like so KP, so as disaster. we very shorthanded, uh, stands for Christophe Porzingis, mm. the uh, unicorn. dubbed the unicorn from Kevin KD um, a few years back. Yeah, um, he's been injured the entire year and bits of and probably I think half of last year as well with an ACL um, tear, or mm. whatever the case may be. Mm. I think he's technically healthy enough, but anyway, Christophe Porzingis was traded to the Mavs. Along with Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, so it's basically a glorified salary dump. Oh boy! To the Mavs with Dennis Smith Jr. and yeah. Dewey Andre Jordan, and uh, I think a couple of unprotected picks. I think there's one that's protected, and one oh, that's one is unprotected. Unprotected. I mean, getting unprotected pick is pretty good, I would say. But anyway, it's okay. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because I yeah. think we're both on the same side here that this is a dumbass move. This is a disaster, right? Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk first about your opinion on this on this trade? Well, I haven't heard th- what the New York fans are are saying, uh, but I can I can guess because growing up as a sapathetic New York Knicks fan, this move makes total sense to me. What a joke! The New York Knicks is a clown franchise. The Knicks essentially traded their best player since Patrick Ewing yep. for cap space. He's a generational okay? talent. In other words. In order to offload a couple of bad contracts, which they just recently signed, they added Porzingis as a sweetener (laughs) to the deal. And not only that, they bring back a diva in Dennis Smith Jr., right? Which he could be be good, right? But clearly there's some attitude problems with him. And I would say, you know, if uh, Tibbs was coaching the Knicks, then okay, that, that might work. But bring someone that has attitude problems to the New York Knicks it's a recipe for disaster. Dennis Smith Jr. was the guy that the Knicks fans were crying that they should have drafted yeah. over Frank Ninkentilla, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Obviously, Ninkentilla hasn't panned out at all. He's not even starting for the team. And Dennis Smith Jr. is a pretty good player. Like He had a really solid rookie year, and he's still super young. So, kind of like D'Angelo Russell, like... Obviously, the Mavs didn't give up on him. They just got KP. Obviously, you you give up Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. for KP. Yeah. But I don't think Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be like a horrible player for the Knicks. I think he's a young t- player with potential. I want to talk personally to all our Knicks fan listeners. You know, do what I do. Enjoy the Knicks not for their performance, but for the drama and the soap opera that they provide. That's the only way I can think of I can carry on every day as a as a former Knicks fan. This franchise has not won in the last 20 years. Okay? Yeah. That means generations of fans have not experienced a winning oh, franchise. Oh, in 2019, they haven't won in almost 30 years now. Well, in the 90s when I started liking them, they put up they went to the finals. Which year was that? Uh, 94 they went to the oh, finals. 94. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I thought that was 90 or something. And prior to that, they were the only team that really threatened the Chicago yeah, Bulls. Yeah, yeah. And they had a Cinderella story in 99 when they were the 8th seed and they made it to the NBA Finals. Oh, really? Uh, that was with Latrell Sprewell. Oh. Um, Allen Houston, I think, Marcus mm. Camby, mm. 
um, Larry Johnson. Mm. And by the way, you know, Latrell Sprewell was damaged good from then Golden State Warriors. Oh. And when he was on Golden State, the reason why he was damaged good was he, he during practice, he strangled his coach, uh, PJ Carlissimo. <laughs> Oh, I, I would say that if you're angry at your coach, you would maybe get into a fist fight. But if you wish to murder your coach, you would revert to strangling him. <laughs> and the Knicks as a franchise just can't get away from, from drama. They kept hiring back Isaiah Thomas. Shout out to Sherilyn Champagne. But you basically hired like a sexual predator who I think he cost the Knicks settle some like massive lawsuit because he was sexually harassing um, or were just berating uh, female employees. Yeah. They had Stefan Marbury, who was eating uh, Vaseline out of the jar, crying, and I think he was like accused of rape or something when he was on the, he had There's a whole thing there, uh, and he, he got fined, or the, the organization got fined as a result because of that incident. All the suffering, the only diamond in the rough, this bright spot of New York Knicks fandom, was Lynn Sanity in 2012. And they even had to screw that up. They couldn't even let the fans enjoy Lynn's sanity. They had to trade Lynn. I'm they not didn't saying, trade. Sorry, they, they didn't sign they him. They didn't resign him. They didn't resign him. I'm not saying Jeremy Lynn was, you know, this a, a player that's going to take you to the playoffs year after year. But at least if you suck, give the fans something that they can feel good about. This move by the Knicks to trade KP, if it's perfectly in the team's narrative. And as a new type of Knicks fan, I would just suggest that you enjoy it for what it is. I'm going to offer my take. Okay. And I think it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster because l- let me first yeah. uh, establish that this trade only works, right? Yeah. It only, only works. Because you never trade a star player. Even if it's injured, you never trade a 23, 24-year-old star player. And even before they've reached a prime, they've shown their capability of taking over a franchise. They are they, they're clearly a star player. You never trade that player away to offset bad contracts. Basically, it's 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 dumb. Like, but it it it's a high risk move because I think they're trying to clear enough cap space because they know they have definitive word that KD will sign with the Knicks. That's the only reason why you would give away uh, KP because you wouldn't otherwise, right? You you would have to have some kind of verbal acknowledgement that, you know, KD and possibly AD is signing with the Knicks. We are talking about the Knicks here. I know. It's delusional, but I, that's, that's the only kind of common sense conclusion that I can reach um, as a reason why they would just trade KP away. The players that they're going to sign this offseason with their two, the space for two max contract are Tobias Harris and Boogie Cousins. That's the type of player that they're going to get. Tobias Harris is a good player, though. The only reason why I could see they were, that the Knicks would make this trade is to get um, is the fact that they know they have verbal sort of yeah. They have gotten nothing from KD. I don't think so. KD doesn't even know himself. KD is uh, like a weird guy. I do you think, but do you think what's, what is what are the chances? You what would you give the chances that the Warriors could keep KD? I think he's out. Hmm. Like if more than fifty percent, I would say, or less. I think if he wins a championship, then which is very likely, then it'd be fifty-fifty. So you think he could still stay? uh, What I'll say this: if he wins a championship in Golden State, I give the chance that he'll sign with the Knicks less than ten percent. I don't think it's going to the Knicks. Yeah, because 
Why would but you? But it makes it crazy to trade cake. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going back. Like, why? This makes no sense that you click cap space. For, it's for Boogie Cousins. They're not going to get anyone better than that. Like, seriously. Why would you, if, if you're KD or anyone on a good, in a good situation, why would you leave that situation to go to such an unknown place like New York yeah. in terms of uh, the organization, yeah, in terms of the, the roster? Organization. The only reason why, the only thing that they can sell on to potential free agents is that they are the Knicks. They are New York and they play the MSG. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like that's the only thing that can they can sell. They can't even sell Fizdale, who I think is a good coach. They can't sell um, who's the GM at the moment? Is it they, Mills? He sucks. Um, uh, Scott Scott Mills. Yeah, something Mills and no, another guy who I don't trust at all. They traded. They gave as soon as they got uh, rid of um, Phil Jackson. Those two guys gave Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. some crazy four-year, seventy-something plus yeah, yeah. million dollar contract. This is the brain trust that's that's in New York. They can't be trusted. To me, I I much rather be in the Pelicans' position. Yeah, well, the Pelicans because they're gonna get something good. They're gonna get a bunch of young talent. Because <sighs> that's the thing. Like, if you wanted to trade KP, if you actually wanted to dangle it out properly and not just take the first, it seems sounds like the first offer that came floating to you. KP could fetch a really good price. Of course, don't tell me that Mavs. What what, what has the Mavs given them? They they it's like shit yeah, that shit. they've given them. I mean, it's never equal trade value, obviously, but this is shit. As in, I don't want any. I don't want any veteran players. I don't want any good players necessary. Just give me a bunch of draft picks. Yeah. Just give me draft picks. Yeah, and that's why when I heard about the unprotected twenty twenty one pick, I was like, okay. It's okay. Like it, it kind of just goes from very, very like almost like you know top five, bottom like top five worst trades of all time to okay, you got a you got unprotected pick out of it. The other thing is, don't forget the Mavs are building a core, a young core team now. Oh, don't I, we haven't even talked about the Mavs side. Obviously, this is a huge this is hit a huge for the Mavs. fucking win. Yeah, I, I wish. Dirk would not retire and like sit on the bench for the next couple of years. That'll be a cool team, like the like a Euro. Team. It's like the Euro like MVP league, <laughs> facing the best of all the MVPs of the Euro league. All the MVPs of the Euro league in Dallas. That'll be a good team. That'll be a fun team. Um, Do you want to talk about this last last thing? What's the last thing? Um, I, hi- I highlighted it. Oh, oops. What's the last thing? Can you see my highlight? Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is Kyrie going to LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. that he is open to reuniting with LeBron. How do you feel about this? Because I think, well, you know, you know, you know, you know my like, affinity to Kyrie. The Earth is flat. Earth is flat. History is history, and it's happened long before us, and it's going to happen after us. I, I like him as a player, and I really, I think he, yeah. I, if 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 it did come to fruition, I think he settled on the idea that he is, he can be LeBron's sidekick, which isn't a easy job, like. Wait, like, wait, wait. So you're saying that Kyrie has since come to the realization that he was wrong in his ways before? Ask me July 1st. Yes. As in the lot, you know, two months before when he was do- shooting commercials talking about how he sh- his jersey should be retired in Boston. Yeah. Um, to now saying, okay, I am okay playing. I'm okay to wait for LeBron to to hand the mantle to me. I don't think it's a wait thing. I think it's more like I. I, I had a lot of fun and I learned a lot from playing LeBron and I want to continue to do that. If you were a front office or an owner, would you be concerned of signing to a, a player who makes such dramatic declarations only to then change their mind when things don't go as planned? 
No, because Kyrie is that talented. Is he really that talented? Yes. Is he that talented? Yes. <sighs> he's not a, a. Okay, I'll say this. He's not the player you would build a team around. But if you added him to your team, like I, I like Clay, or even like you know, um, even Draymond, for example, he makes your team really good. He's talented enough to take over, but he's not talented enough to be the guy. If you know what I mean, right? I think Kyrie fits that. He's like the best possible player to fit that description because he's a borderline top ten player in the in the league. I think he's probably not, but he's quite close to the top ten. But you can see the is is you can see the results. Like this is Kyrie Irving's first um, full season in the Celtics, and last year there was they finished second or first in these. Oh no, they finished the Toronto Raptors finished first. They finished like top three in the in the in the in the East last year, and now they're fifth, <coughs> probably fourth soon. But they're fifth in the East. Like how how does that happen, right? Without LeBron. <laughs> The Celtics are, are, are low in the standings this season without a LeBron in the conference. That's what little mountains can do for you. Let's. We should actually find a video of so, Kyrie. I guess that proves that. I mean, I've never. I always thought that like Kyrie Irving can carry his own team, but I guess not. He can't. He can't. He can't be the like the leader of your team, and LeBron being the leader takes a lot of burden away from other players. Like I think Kyrie didn't realize that, and is only in that recent interview which we talked about last week is. He realized how much LeBron does did for him, you know. And I think when he realized that, he's said, "Hey, LeBron's actually a player that you know we had a lot. I've had a lot of history with. I won a championship with him. Um, and I think he's he's gonna convince AD to come to Lakers as well. And if I join him, um, I think that would be a really good team." So you're saying this is literally he literally discovered this about himself, uh, or come came to this conclusion within. The last few months, basically. Uh, yeah, I think so. Just based on like how often he makes these declarations and how um, contrasting they are, it wouldn't surprise me if he kind of came up came with this realization um, quite recently. Ask me July first. Now, apparently, Kyrie is very good friends with AD. Are, are they? Yeah, oh. which depressed me a little bit. I have to admit. But if that's the case, and he was able to then lure AD to LA, I mean, AD is then it's I, a no-brainer to me. So then use your two max contracts for Kyrie yeah. and AD. Well, I would say um, AD AD joining. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, like LeBron's a little bit past his prime now, but Kyrie might be in his prime now. Like before, when he was in the Cavs, he was just about entering his prime, and now he's in his prime. I guess he's really good. He's just super talented. But AD is definitely in his prime. He's 25 years old. Well, is it fair to say that um, LeBron has never played with a player as good as AD? No. So you never. thought AD is? I think AD has played pretty well this season. To say at least for this season, he's better than LeBron. Playing as someone as good as LeBron is, I think obviously, yeah, yeah. LeBron, the, like this would clearly be the best team that LeBron's ever played with. Okay, I, I got this fun <laughs> exercise that we can do. Okay, I think it'll be a pretty fun exercise where. We're gonna pretend to be LeBron or Giannis. Okay. And I think we can. Uh, LeBron's gonna pick first. You're gonna be LeBron, and I'm Giannis. Okay. So how we're gonna do this is we're gonna just take turns, like in the actual All Star draft, yeah. which will be televised yeah. this year. And we're gonna take turns picking players, and we'll give a, maybe a short reason why we picked that player. Can I? Can I only pick players on my 
It doesn't have to be west or east, right? Yeah, it can be. It can either. All but right. you have to choose the starters. You have to start with the starters. It has to be the starters first. Right. You have to pick out of these uh, eight, okay. eight starters first, and then after all the starters are picked, then we go through the reserves. Ah, uh, okay. That's how it, that's how it works. I pick Rudy Gobert. It's not there. Oh. That that is a crime. That is a crime. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it later. This, this is rigged. Talk this. Okay, sorry, sorry. You know what? I'm gonna pick Joel Embiid. I start with the big man. One of the best big mans. Okay. Probably the best big man, right? The big man. The okay. Best. I I'm I'm probably like the small forward of the team. Like I'm like yeah. the posteriser and like yeah. enforcer. I need a good shooter to build around, so I'm gonna pick the deadly shooter there is. I'm gonna pick Steph Curry. That's pretty good. No complaints there. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. How, how can I miss that? Kawhi Leonard. Damn. My future uh, teammate. Oh, damn, that's pretty good. Oh, I'm gonna pick KD then. Okay, that makes sense. I can't pick KD because KD's like been throwing some shade at, at me oh, and my LeBron team. Run with KD again? Okay. All right, so I picked two warriors so far, and you've picked Leonard and Embiid. Who do you pick? Embiid. You got and James Harden, uh, Paul George, Kemba Walker, and Kyrie Irving left over. Okay, definitely not Paul George. He's a pussy. Okay. Not Little Mountain. So okay. I will pick James Harden. Damn it! <laughs> Obviously, the person that goes first has, has a huge has advantage, advantage, right? Yeah. That's not actually not fair. I I agree. Oh, Le- Le- LeBron got the most votes. Okay, well, um, I think Kemba Walker's gonna go last. I can't pick Kyrie and Steph Curry together, so I pick Paul George because Paul George can play some defense, which yeah. is important in the in the moments in the last moments of the game. I'm gonna actually pick Kyrie just because I feel like there's a chance that I want to build a good relationship with them, so yeah. that maybe he can lure AD to my team. Okay, okay. Well, then I pick Kemba, and that's just because he's the last yeah. starter. So uh, start the starters for the for LeBron's team will be. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Joel Embiid. That's a very good. That's a very good roster. That's very good. My team is uh, Giannis with KD, Paul George, and Steph Curry and Kemba Walker. Not so, not as good. Yeah, less sexy. Less, less sexy, sexy in the name. But uh, KD and Steph Curry can obviously work well together. I think your starters would kill my starters. Yeah. Anyway, so. Let's get into reserves. Uh, you, you go first. Some of these players I don't know very well. Well, okay. okay as LeBron, I got to pick my future teammate, Anthony <laughs> Davis. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I think I need a center, so I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Towns. Oh my God! He's throwing away your your pick here. Oh why? No, no. Is he really that good? He's not. I don't know. No. I feel like I need someone mentally stronger. Maybe like a Jokic. Well, I haven't Jokic. chosen them yet since you. Okay, I'm picking Jokic. Yeah, that's like that's what, like someone with toughness. And yeah, you're right. Like, uh, okay, I think I think Jokic. Amazing passing. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. I need Jokic. Okay, how can why is the Marcus Aldridge here? There must be a mistake here. Where's Rudy Gobert? Where's the number one defensive player? Yeah, he doesn't make it. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm gonna pick. I need a great shooter. So because you picked Steph already, so I need to fill it up yeah. with um, Clay here. Okay, well I think Russell Westbrook is the next best player. And no one uh, else is gonna get the ball. And I think Kemba and Steph are happy to play off ball anyway. Yeah. And Russell can dominate. Okay, next one. Very easy for me. Lillard. Lillard, yeah. Dame. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we've only picked Western reserves, which is really telling, obviously. That's interesting. Um but you know what? I'm gonna go Blake. Blake's had a really good <laughs> Blake's had a really good season. And he's usually an all-star, all-star. Yeah. He shows up on the all-star game. But that was a tough choice. That was a tough choice. Cat. You but you really needed uh 
his personality. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he'll. I think I think he's a fun guy. Well, Blake Griffin with Katie and George, I think. Nikola Vucevic plays for the Magic Center. I'm going to pick him. Well, why? I'm a cat. Cat is not. Is, is cat that good? Okay. Oh, I'm going to pick cat then. Okay. Because cat was very emotional when he found out he got selected. Oh, really? Again. Okay. He also cried. And when he found if out, Jimmy, he got, I think Jimmy. that sort of emotional response is sort of the yeah the the thing that you know this team needs. See, I didn't know that information, so you had an information advantage. Oh, I would I, have done I, that too. Oh, really? You know, Ben Simmons. I, I do want to like him a lot, but um, I'm not sure about his choices. Bradley Beal. Okay. Bradley Beal. Okay. You can't complain. Okay. I mean, I'm actually quite surprised that you haven't picked Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons is probably the best player on the East. But I needed some more enforcers and I had enough like small forwards anyway. Hmm. But I think Ben Simmons with Steph Curry and Russell. We don't have enough shooters, that's the problem. We need more shooters. Pick the D- Delo. Okay. I'm doing it. Yeah. Delo is a good is a pretty good shooter and he uh, a bit controversial with Ben Simmons, but I need shooters. I need some shooters. Okay, at this point, like I'm just actively avoiding Ben Simmons if I don't choose him, right? Yes. I think, well, and Aldridge has a good case too. And I think you have enough. Oh, Ben Simmons would be good. No, I think. I think I need to pick Ben Simmons. Okay, yeah. Um, just for the Instagram factor. Yeah, okay. Well, that's the case. I'm going to pick Larry too because I think he would be a, like a really yeah. strong player. I, even though I don't know anything about Chris Middleton, I know that LaMarcus is a crying baby. And a bit of a diva, so I'm going to pick Middleton. Okay, and so the last pick in the All-Star, the YF, YFPFP All-Star game draft, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge. The last pick. Your stars will kill it. I think I won. Like Ky- Kyrie with James Harden as your guards, Kwai at small forward, LeBron James at power forward, and Joel Embiid, that's like... And, and defenders, right? These I've got defenders, defenders. And you have defenders. And you have the leading MVP in James Harden. Uh, Kyrie can probably defer in this instance. LeBron can handle the ball. You have guys that can score in the paint. Uh, I would say I'm a bit faster though. Like mm. with KD, Paul George, and Giannis on yeah, the wings. And Steph Curry on the outside, and Kemba is a pretty good um, driving sh- driving player. If I was LeBron, I wouldn't even play. I, wh- what I would do is I would not play, and I would make sure that Anthony Davis doesn't play as well. And we sit on the bench and we talk. There were not <laughs> we talk. This is tempering at its finest. Is that considered choosing tempering? Anthony Davis on your all star? Is that considered tempering? Okay, I will say it's tempering if um, he was the starters and he picked AD first. How is that tempering? It's a clear violation of tampering. This you is... clearly have like handpicked him to be on your team, and you're going to show what it's like to play with LeBron on his team. And then he, and then Giannis is going to pick like someone like Joel Embiid, and LeBron's going to pick Ky- Kyrie Irving. So he's going to pick AD and Kyrie Irving. I to am be on LeBron the same James. Team. I am the captain. In fact, and I will instruct all the other players. You can only pass to AD. <laughs> All yeah. the balls get passed to AD. I, I think this is uh, considered tampering. You so Kane first thing this morning texted me that D'Angelo is on the All Star on the All Star team now. He's an injury replacement for Victor Oladipo. But uh, regardless, th- this is this has to be some props to him, right? Oh, of course. I mean, so we kind of made hints to this, but uh, and I never really realized it because it's 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 just exhibition game, but. These players get really emotional, like mm. when they learn that you know maybe for 
seasoned vets like James and Duran and George and Curry mm. and, you know, Leonard and, you know, who am I missing? Anthony Davis. Yeah. It's, it's routine. Yeah. Like, they make the All-Star game. They choose if they want to play in the All-Star well, game. We can't, it, there's no chance of tr- extracting any sort of emotion out of Kawhi, so. Yeah, true, true that. Yeah. But for some of these other guys are more fringe, on the fringe, um, like, you know, Rudy Gobert yeah. and Carl Anthony Towns and even Luka Doncic when he found mm. out he didn't make the All-Star roster, mm. um, they were heartbroken. Yeah. Like, they literally wore their emotions on the sleeve yeah. about making or not making the game. And D'Lo, actually, he was interviewed um, about not being, not making the cut for the reserves, the original list of reserves. And he was saying how, like, he basically said, you know, it's, it is what it is. He just has to do what he, like, he just, ha- he can only control what he can control, basically. Mm-hmm. That's his mantra, that he is not going to get worked up or, I guess, upset about things that he can't control. Things that are out of his control, such as Magic's comments, you know, years ago about him not being a leader, those are things, uh, opinions of someone else that, frankly, doesn't matter to him anymore. Mm. All that matters to him is his teammates and his coaches and, and his fans, basically. Do we need to talk about the biggest slight on on the All-Star roster? Okay. Which is the fact that Rudy Gobert is not on this. So what's his... What's Rudy's... Like, I, I think... Did you actually watch the video? Of, so there, I didn't watch the video. No. But apparently he missed out on a million dollars. Th- that's like not a, the reason, right? I know, I know, but I'm saying there was like a bonus attached to making yeah, an All-Star game. I think that, that that's actually... I don't like how that's been brought up in the stories. I mean, the guy's making like $25 million. I don't think an extra $1 million is going to... It's, it's, no, no, it has yeah. any impact on this yeah, person. Yeah, but you should watch the actual interview. Um, he's interviewing as, as... He's giving all the right answers. And at the very end of the interview, he sort of like... Tizzle. He couldn't keep it together. He like just sort of got really emotional mm. about it. Um... And part of it was because he found out he didn't make it to the All-Star team and his mom called him like crying and stuff. So it really, you know, meant something to mm. him. And the worst part is then all these like, there's been a couple of players that came out of the Whitworks and was throwing shade at him. They teasing him. They started teasing him. And all the worst players you can think of. Draymond. Like, like Draymond Green. Yeah. Was, Draymond, how about averaging more than seven points a game this season, huh? How, how about working on your shot? And Isaiah Thomas... <laughs> Oh really? How can Isaiah Thomas come out? This this guy, this guy sitting at home eating McDonald's. <laughs> I think yeah. I mean, this is classic bullying, right? Like yeah. someone cries and you and you. I would tell Isaiah Thomas to grow up, but we all know that it's too late for him. For those that don't know, Isaiah Thomas is like five foot six. <laughs> this may be a cultural thing. I don't know. We're a sports thing. Is there something wrong with crying? That's viewed as like not good or weak. I think that is something society needs to answer. I, I mean, that definitely is like you. Like you should be able to show your emotions if you want to, right? Like the first reaction when I when I watched that video, and you should watch the video, okay, at, um, and listen to audio because it wasn't yeah. contrived at all, right? Yeah, I, it was heartfelt. I loved Rudy after that. I was like, I love this guy more now. Mm. It showed me that he cares about this. Because mm. normally I would say, All-Star, who the fuck cares, right? Yeah. This is like ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even watch the All-Star game. Yeah. But the fact that he was so emotional and it meant something to him mm. makes me appreciate now the All-Star. Yeah, in, me too. In, yeah. in, a, in a more elevated way. Definitely. I was super surprised that players came out and like saying like, oh, like you shouldn't be crying about this. It's not right or whatever it is. I'm really surprised. I'm yeah. really surprised. I, I mean, I think it's only a few and then obviously that makes, that makes the rounds around media. Yeah. I'm sure there's more that kind of... Yeah. Had support, but obviously you get the bullies that like you know 
make the controversial comment, if you will. If anything, this makes me feel like he's a more rounded person yeah. who is able to express his emotions in different ways, mm. whether it's on the court, whether it's, it's through tears, mm. whether it's other things, right? Rather than just keep it all to himself and then go crazy or abuse someone or mm. like batter women. Well, I, I, I like it. I agree. So next week will be very interesting. Next week we'll see if uh, anything that we said this week came to fruition at all. Yeah. So until then, see ya! See ya. to your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please tweet us at yourfpfp.